everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Today, I'm just going to fly solo with a quick little uh, tip and trick. Um, Craig and I have been, I'm sorry we haven't been posting that much, but we've been working on some stuff for the summit and digging into some things in our personal lives. And um, But, you know, it's important that we keep the cadence and we keep uh, delivering the value. So it's not lost on us. Um, so uh, just get ready for uh, some amazing stuff we've got for summit. That being said, I wanted to jump on, and this is probably going to be maybe a five-minute podcast, maybe even uh, five to ten, but I wanted to talk about something that we've been talking about on the Bulletproof Network, and that is something that I've discovered using my Google Analytics. Um, and just in, in, uh, I will kind of go right to this screen, and if you're not watching, I will try, if you're listening to this just on the podcast, I will try and articulate it well so that you can understand you can log into your analytics screen, and what you will see is um, on the home screen of the page that you're tracking, you will see something right here that I'm circling, and it's when do your users visit. And I've been using this as some intel to make sure that we are good to go in terms of having people on the phones. So I'm going to talk about two things right now. Number one is having uh, being augmented enough with your phone team to make sure that you can cover the calls for call volume, right? And, and using this for analytics to actually reinforce your phone team and having enough people. Maybe you want to increase it by 50% during these times that you're finding you're having the most web visitors. Because as I've seen in our practice, um, there's a direct correlation to the amount of website visits as there is calls, okay? So looking at our data here um, in the last 30 days, you know, the stronger the blue is, is the more intense amount of web visits. So the users by time of day. Um, and as you can see, in, at, at, let's see, Monday around 1 p.m., we've had 419 users in this, in this area. So you can imagine the amount of augment, we, you know, so we have fortified our phones to kind of support this region. These darker blue areas are when you're, you're having more call volumes. But as you can see, like on Friday, not as much phone volume. Really not as much on Monday either until about lunch, okay, or 1 p.m. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, kind of all throughout the day, there's a, a up until lunch. So if you could use some of this intel, like I said, to help fortify your phone team, um, you won't be missing those calls. Because as we've seen in our modern-day society, people are very, very impatient. If, they, if, for instance, they're calling during some of these busy times on your own analytics and, and someone is not picking up the phone or it's going to voicemail or saying, hey, we'll call you back, or, or worse, it's just going and ringing and ringing and ringing, that uh, people will all of a sudden go back to Google and they'll say, okay, who's next? And so that's kind of the worst-case scenario, right? You never want someone to just give up on you because they couldn't make contact. So the other thing I want to focus on is... Uh, is sometimes that happens because there's a clog in your phones. Meaning, have you ever had that employee that says, well, I got the new patient phone call, and then you look at the time that it took, and it was 40 minutes. So imagine sidelining that one person and getting one new patient call 40 minutes. It's great. You can celebrate the win that, that now they got a new patient, but 40 minutes is is not, uh, it can't exist like that in uh, at scale. So I'm all about customer service, right? We have a fee-for-service practice. We are all about touch points. We, we are also all about efficiency in systems. Um, last month was actually our highest. I want to give kudos to my team. It's just because of these systems, 
And because of creating efficiency, the team is, is well-versed at onboarding people, and right? And so my job is to kind of leverage the traffic, and their job is to help kind of onboard people in a high-touch, high-feel, high-capacity, high-volume. So last month, we got over, like, around 350 new patients. And if for any fee-for-service uh, practices out there listening, you know how hard that is to do. But it, it wasn't until I made the discovery that, man, we're missing a lot of calls in these certain times. Efficient onboarding, okay? Now, this is something that I think is important to talk about because, like I said, the 40-minute the phone calls of getting a new patient just isn't, isn't uh, reality. And that can't, it, that, that can't uh, you will have a lot of problems, right, <laughs> with something like that. So you want to revisit your protocols for how, to, how your phone team, A, answers the phone, um, and having a system designed to efficiently onboard the new patient where they feel taken care of, they feel heard, and I would like to bring up three things that I think are very helpful if you don't have these. And you may have your own methodologies, but it's, again, it's, in, it's important to talk about here just so you can audit what I'm saying. Um, you know, I'm thinking about the audit of what you're saying because I always say that in the summit because I think it's so important that, you, you know, sometimes you will go and you will hear these things and you will say, I think auditing, just being self-aware of what your, your processes is great. You may hear something at summit even or on this podcast and say, yeah, it's a good way but we do it a better way, right? And that's fine. I love that people say that. Um, because, because, but it makes them reinforce and question, is their way superior in their own ecosystem? Yes or no. So I love that. So here, here are three things that I would say um, to have you revisit or look at or just hear me out. One is make sure that your phone team is staying in control of the conversation. And, and by control, I don't mean that in a negative connotation. I just mean make sure that you're there's control. But but in doing that, you want to make sure that the patient feels, the patient on the other end feels like they have autonomous control in what they're doing. So a good way to control the conversation isn't just to have, you want to have the team kind of have some scripts built out so that they know that they can leave the patient in control. And a lot of times people feel in control when they are answering questions. Um, but that comes across from the phone team. So the phone team would say, hey, Mrs. Jones, it's nice to meet you, all these things. Right, and then start going into, you know, well, I'd like to be a new patient. Do you accept these? And you get through the formalities, and they say, well, what, what do you, what do you, what location works best for you in a multi-location, right? And then they get to dictate what they want to go. Okay, do mornings or afternoons? I like mornings. Okay, what about March 15th or March 31st at that location? And and so the patient feels like they're in control, but all along you're kind of driving the dialogue, right? Um, and so there's other things, but that keeps the thing efficient as opposed to just kind of meandering around the conversation and trying to form a relationship with Mrs. Jones. You're actually, you're going on points, which brings me to my second one, which is a script. Scripts are not made to be robotic. Scripts are just to form a scaffolding so that there is a direction. And I think a script is important to have um, as a system that you've designed, that you think is efficient, that you think here's the perfect phone call so that that person on the phone can, can kind of look up and all of a sudden say, oh, man, I've gotten off track a little bit. Let's get Mrs. Jones back on track because I see this. these phone lines are lighting up. It's lunch. At, it's, it's Monday at 2 p.m. I know there's a massive amount of traffic coming, and I need to onboard Mrs. Jones without her feeling rushed. Um, and then the third thing I would, I would recommend to everyone is a lot of times people are asking questions because you've done a poor job or we've done a poor job of communicating a lot of the frequently asked questions are things that you could have answered either on social or you could have answered it on your website in just a frequently asked questions scenario or creating videos on this. Um, 
I used to I used to quiz my phone team on like what are the things that you get asked all the time, and we kind of created a list of those. And so those actually served as as video things or topics we would put on our FAQs because a lot of times people will visit that. Like think about you as a consumer, you will try and find answers to things. You know, because the last thing you want to do is have long phone conversations. So you will try and look for questions, uh, you, answers to your questions on FAQ or throughout the website. And if you can step in front of the things that your phone team is going to be getting on a recurring daily basis, like imagine how, how exhausting that is for them to get the same question over and over and over again, call after call. So if we can step in front of that and, and record something one time or put it on the website one time and step in front of that, that helps you scale your onboarding abilities. And with that, it's under 10 minutes. Don't forget, join our network, bulletproof.dental. Don't forget, check out our summit, bulletproofsummit.com. I think there's about 50 spots left in total. And that's it. Hope everyone has a great day, and we will see you soon.